Hello, my name's Michael Chick. <laughs> my peck. Peck, 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 peck. I was peck. born on the 1st of February, 1 2. <laughs> or the 12th of March. I'm Michael Chick. I was born on the 12th was, of March. I was 1 born, 2 3. I was, born, I was born on the 12th of December, 1 2 1 2. <laughs> Chick 1 2. Yes, hello and welcome to yet another episode of Careless Whispod, where two hearts beat as one. <laughs> Our lives have just begun. One of those hearts belongs to me, Gary. The other heart belongs to me, Jeremy. Just a couple of old hearts hanging out. <laughs> just a couple of heart. Did you say heart? Yes. Sorry, me too. Welcome back. We're back. Welcome back. Careless uh, Whispod. I just, uh, just as an aside, before mm. we jump into what we're doing, yeah. I, I realized uh, the other day that as podcast hosts, we're like the Patrick Batemans of uh, of podcasts. You know, Where are you going with this? You know, Patrick Bateman yeah. from American, from American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. You know, we're, we're laying down the plastic, <laughs> talking to you about pop music, and then we just bludgeon you with the acts of dick jokes. <laughs> It's not actually an axe. It's just a giant dick. It's just we a... bludgeon you with a d- giant dick. Look, we sharpened our dicks, <laughs> and it's a good thing we put the uh, tarpaulin down because there is blood everywhere. everywhere, and that blood is your laughter. Yeah. So there we go. What are we talking about this week, Gary? Tell the people. Well, what song are we talking about this week? We got Lionel Richie. What song are we smothering <laughs> with dick jokes? We're, we're going to enthusiastically uh, talk about Lionel Richie, Diana Ross, Endless Love. Mm. Mm. A song from... song released August 1, 1981 by Motown Records. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Endless Love? It's, 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 a, it's truly a song, isn't it, yeah. It, it, it does exist. I think you mentioned yeah. it before. This is very much a reminds me of youth sort yeah. of song. You know what I mean? Um, that's what it kind of and, does. And also, um, was the film with Adam Sandler? Punch Drunk Love? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it's, gonna... it's in Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I'm pretty sure it's in Happy Gilmore. Is it the one where he was an ice skater? An ice skater? Or a hockey player or something? And he oh. goes to golf? Is and he the, goes to golf. Yeah, that's Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's in I'm pretty sure it's in Happy Gilmore. All oh, right. Okay. There you go. I haven't no. seen that movie in a long time. There you go. So that's that's what I think <laughs> of this song. That's all the time we've got today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was awkward, but uh, I've been Gary. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of it? Well, this is this is what I wanted to bring up. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, old Lino and um, Dinah Ross shortly. Uh, Dinah Ross, the uh, Ross River Ross Fever. Ross River Fever. Yes, L- yes. Linoleum and Ross River Fever. The old Are lin- they the nicknames? The for old today? linoleum lover. Yeah. The, the linoleum lover and Ross River Fever. That, that's it. That's. I think. I still. It's pretty solid. I still think that still so- sounds like a Triple M radio <laughs> duo. <laughs> Welcome back to the Linoleum Lover and the Ross River Fever. 
It, it does. It's, it's like one of those call-in shows. Yeah, where, definitely. Like, uh, the, except Ross River Fever. I don't know. I think it would be funny if radio DJs kind of used some kind of it, fatal illness. It kind of Yeah, it kind of also could be sort of like a, a 70s he's, punk band. He's Bazaar and the Ebola. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear! Uh, uh, yeah, it like Jimmy like, Faze in the tits. Yeah, Jimmy Faze in the tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it could be excellent like band. Yeah. Underrated, too. underrated. They too, never yeah. got the props that they. Maybe we'll talk about them on a, on a later episode. Yeah, yeah. So keep an eye out for them if you're. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Faze and the tits. But we're not here to talk about them today. No, it's all Lino and Ross River Fever. It's, uh, the Linoleum Lover and Ross River Fever. Mm. Uh, because her grooves were infectious. Ah, there we go. Yeah. She she was the mosquito bite. Uh, no, no, nah. nah, I lost it. I lost <laughs> it. What I wanted to mention was this song just seemed like a disaster from the beginning. Uh, Lionel, it, it was written for a movie called Endless Love, which in itself did not do very well. It did not do very well. Do yourselves a favor, dear listeners. There's an hour and a half we're saving you right there. Do not watch that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was in it? Meryl was it Meryl Streep? Was I, it? I think so. I didn't. I didn't do my research on the movie. I just saw that it just tanked hard. Yeah, yeah. I saw, well, no, yeah. I saw a little bit of the. I think I watched a couple of seconds of the, uh, of trailer, the trailer, and I just went, "That's enough for me." <laughs> I didn't even watch the whole trailer. I was like, "No, thanks." Anyway. But look, it was bound to be a disaster. Uh, Yeah, and on paper, this song should have been a disaster. Yeah. uh, They they came to the the director. What's the guy's name? Zeffirelli or something like that? Yeah. Franco Zeffirelli. He came to the Commodores and asked them for some music. They had like a little uh, instrumental piece that they weren't using. Mm. And so Lionel was going to just give them that. The linoleum lover. The, 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 yeah, that guy. <laughs> LL. Cool jeans. Yeah. Um, uh, then he they wanted it to be a duet. Motown were bringing in Diana Ross to get on it. She didn't want to rehearse. She didn't want to practice. She didn't want to sing the part that was written for her. I almost hesitate to say she does come off as a bit of a diva. In oh, this, totally, she? totally, totally. Uh, because of, of their schedules, they could only get together. Yeah, they had like the like the one was, shot at it. We had one shot at it was like three thirty in the morning or yeah. something. Like, I think Diana Ross flew in from like Tacoma or somewhere in like I think it's in Washington, but or Texas. So she'd done a show. Lobs in at three thirty. The linoleum lover flops in or slides, glides away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on his socks across the floor down yep. to the studio. It was risky business. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah and she, she she comes strutting in saying, uh, I'm not singing that part. And then I'm, yeah, me. she was like, I don't want to sing that part. So he had to then... Unrehearsed, he has to sing in a, a different register than he than On the spot, pretty with. much. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Had to make it up. And uh, what you hear is the result of them just doing it. Which is pretty amazing. Um, it is. Once you think about it, right? Consummate professionals. Um, all the diva activities aside. Yeah. They, they, they both have it together. voice. Why, and then this, this song just exploded. Why, why do you think that is? Like, why what did the song explode? What, what is it about this song? Like, like, the lyrics are... 
super cheesy, basic kind of things. This is uh, Lionel Richie had never written a duet before. He didn't know what he was doing. He's like, this looks right. Well, and this and this was uh, this was a song that's I. I think sort of spurned Lionel, Lionel Richie to, to sort of go solo, right? Yeah, he hadn't yeah. really done much solo stuff up until no, this point. No, no. He was still in the Commodores, uh, but he was thinking of... Sort of thinking about it. And then it was after this... Became a um, success. Became a success. And I was reading somewhere that I think it was sort of perhaps Diana Ross's demeanor or success mm. that really spurned him to sort of go solo and to sort of um, sort of improve as a solo performer sure. because and we'll talk about the video later um, I read somewhere he, he sort of felt he wasn't at her level you know what I mean and he wanted to sort of go solo and sort of I guess pull his skills up which well let's face it he did <laughs> you know so uh, out, out of the ashes a Phoenix Rose. And the song wasn't really Ashes, was it? Because, again, it was phenomenally popular. And I think it was phenomenally popular because people like simplicity. Sure. Right? Uh, they got that in droves with these lyrics. With these lyrics, right? <laughs> people like simplicity. People like... I also think it has a lot to do with... And, again, we've spoken about this a lot on the podcast. People love hearing harmonies, man. Mm. People love hearing... Because... I think it's something you literally can't do alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think people like hearing two voices together. Um, there's something about that that is just... They're, they're two voices as well. Meld really well together. Really well for people that never sung a note together before they got into the recording studio. It's pretty amazing. And I just think there's something inherently interesting um, about that. That when... Two, they're just two phenomenal singers flawlessly nailing this harmony and this song. Like, you listen and go, wow, that's, you know, I think there's something about that that's quite primal. It, it tugs at something that people... It's okay. I, I wasn't going <laughs> to... Hang on, we need a bell for the first one of the episode. <laughs> Can you put in like a wham, like a buzzer or something? Me, 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 yeah. Me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it pulls at the heartstrings at the end of the day. People, people like that. So there we go. We've cracked it. But I mean, we don't. We, we may don't, as well just stop the podcast we now. We've, hear we've that. figured it out. I'm trying to think. You don't hear that now in pop music today because the simplicity thing still is a, you know, obviously pop music, it, perhaps synonymous with simplicity in inverted commas. In that it is popular. In that it has to appeal to the broadest amount of people. You know. So, I mean, you still hear that in pop today, sort of simple pop formulas, but I'm sort of thinking sort of duets and, and sort of uh, harmonies. There was uh, for A Star Is Born, the Lady yeah. Gaga. Yeah, I mean, look at how huge that song Yeah, was. yeah, Bradley well, Cooper. They, yeah. Um, and that was, yeah, wildly successful. And I think, you, I think you've hit the nail on the head there about something about Melody's two voices just... Hitting the Two hearts beating as one. Beating as one. Our lives have just begun. Yeah. Welcome to Keller Swiss Pod. My name's Ke- Oh, wait. <laughs> I rewound in my head a little bit there. Do we want to talk about... Actually, we, we, we just got so excited that we didn't even... We just couldn't hide it. Which... Throwback. Um, we didn't even talk about um, the Linoleum Lover well, and let's the Ross do- River Fever. We didn't really talk about... 
Um, well, we, we kind of mentioned that old Lino uh, <laughs> came up in the Commodores. That mm. was like a funk soul kind of group. They was, had, it, was that easy or...? Uh, like a Sunday morning, yes. <laughs> uh, like my uh, last girlfriend. <laughs> well, that, that was one that Cut tracks it out. It. She is lovely. She's a saint. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is a saint. She was on her knees the whole time. Oh, woofty. Uh, I don't even know who we're talking about. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, I'm so alone. <laughs> Yeah, even in a room with me, you're still so alone. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> he was in the Commodores. <laughs> he was in the Commodores. They had songs like Easy. They had uh, Brick House. They had, uh, was it Three Times a Lady? Was that them as well? Uh, once, twice. Uh, three Times a Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't... It was, once. yeah, once. And then twice. Yeah, it was them. Yeah, it was Three Times a Lady. Uh, but he, then he went solo. Well, after this sort of song, he had "Hello." Uh, is it "We" you're looking for? That uh, could have been a good intro. That would be the intro, for, be the intro uh, for the Lionel Richie uh, Lionel episode. episode. The, the Lionel Lover episode. What do you think of his uh, solo stuff? Um, interestingly enough, yeah. Look, great. I mean, just what a voice. Yeah. Just sexual chocolate. I was going to, as an aside. Yeah. Hugely popular in the Arab world. Okay, I'll, I didn't uh, know this. Yeah, yeah. Hugely popular in the Adam uh, in the Arab world. Um, he's performed in Morocco, the United Arab. The civilians were playing all night long the night the U.S. tanks invaded Baghdad. Wow, that's a uh, that's intense. Now I don't know. Look, you don't believe everything you read on the internet, but sure. Um, he hasn't performed there, but he, he would like to one day. So that's uh, a little, little bit of spicy, spiced yeem so, surrounding uh, the linoleum lover. So Lionel Richie is to Arabic people what Morrissey is to Latinos, apparently. Do you, do you know about this? No, Latinos love Morrissey. Apparently, <laughs> it's a big thing in, in the oh, States. Oh, is that because they don't understand what he's singing about? <laughs> it must be. They, they can't be understand what he's saying. Yeah. But apparently... Uh, the, Latinos love Morrissey me too. Morrissey and the Smiths have a big Latino following in the in the states. Really? Yeah. Wow. There you go. I didn't know that. Um, thoughts. Uh, you're a big Lionel fan, right? <coughs> like I, I, I like the I like the singles. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. You know, I haven't heard much else than that. Yeah, I dig it. But hello, I think I, I dropped on the this podcast in an earlier episode that that was recorded in one take. Uh, his vocal performance was on it Hello. really? Yeah. There you go. He had the same reaction when I told you last time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to you. Uh, the Ross River Fever. Yeah. Came up in a band called The Supremes. The Dupuins. Uh They were originally called the family-sized Capricoses with a side of garlic bread, but they changed it to The Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was waiting to bust that one out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you're gonna have Domino's lunchtime specials. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to take over for the rest of the show. I think I'm done. I'm done. Oh my god! <laughs> 
just want to go. I just want to go through it now. <laughs> the hand and pineapple. Yes, the large Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so the uh. Supremes. Uh, the Supremes. Yep. Stop in the name of love. Can't hurry love. Can't hurry love. Baby love. Well, can't hurry love. Uh, covered by um, Phil Collins. Phil McCracken. The Colander. Oh, from the from the last episode that we recorded. The Colander. Um, interestingly enough, pertinent. Pertinent. I like pertinent. Also, did a popular version of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Yes, and I think. We might talk about that in a later episode. Stay tuned. Yes. So, yeah, look. But, yeah, uh, from all reports, complete, like, uh, I I think the term diva. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, look, yeah, she'd be up there. And, I mean, she was at the height of her powers, I think, uh, at this stage. I do want it noted for the record that I think Diana Ross in the 80s looks like Eddie Murphy's queen to be <laughs> from the movie Coming to America. Um, maybe we can put a comparison photo up or something like that. Uh, we've got the image for the for this we, episode. We've got the image for this episode. <laughs> Should we do Chart Me Up? Yeah. Let's Should we let the people know how well this song did? Yeah, so we've been talking uh, about how, how well it did. Uh, Everybody's talking at me. But let's do Chart Me Up. Because uh, if you chop me up, never stop. Never stop. Never stop. Never stop. Okay. Never stop. Stop. Never stop. No, no. Please, please stop. Just stop. So last time, last time we did chop me up, I asked you to guess where it came in the charts in Australia. Are we doing this again? So yeah, I want you to guess this time. In Australia, because la- last I don't time, think this would have hit number one. I uh-huh. feel like this would have been. I'm gonna go with. Uh, this would have been popular. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with six. Six? Six. Number one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. It hit number one in the weekly charts. Uh, number three in New Zealand. It was number one in the Canada Top Singles charts. Uh, number Brooke one. Shields. It was Brooke Shields in the film. It was Brooke <laughs> Shields in the film. What did I say? Uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Well, well. Well. Interchangeable. They're, they're absolutely not the same person. But <laughs> uh, Number one in South Africa. There you go. Uh, the family meal deals. <laughs> the family meal deals. <laughs> this is a free. It was a good joke. It's a great joke. I read that today. I was walking down the street and I was like, "The Supreme." So they're like, <laughs> family sized caprikoses like, like the, of garlic, like the pizza. <laughs> you know, like the pizza. Simple, like the lyrics of endless love. Of, of endless Tying love. it in, tying it, it in. There's so many levels. Anyway, like, number one, it hit number one. We're like the um, the Christopher Nolans of the podcast. Oh man, yeah. Patrick Bateman's Christopher Nolans, the large family-sized Capricus. God, we are just pressing our thumbs into the eyes of popular culture, aren't we? I mean, we're we're holding a mirror up to the pop world, <laughs> making it gaze deeply within into itself. Yeah. And, you know, it's not always going to like what it sees. No. No. I don't think it's important. No. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. And, you know. And those people are us. We're holding up a, a greasy pizza box. Mm. And if you, you can, can see, see the reflection. You can see through it. Like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because like yeah, it's soaked through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, where were we? It's number one. Number one. It was uh, US 
Billboard Hot 100, adult con- the U.S. Adult Contemporary Charts, the U.S. Hot Black Singles Charts, U.S. Cashbox Top 100, all number one. Right, there you go. So I think that's why it's so ingrained in. When, whenever I hear this song, I, I just am transported back to being a kid, like you were mentioning. In the car at, or something top. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I wonder, because you think about, again, we talked about this with another song. I think it was um, Money for Nothing, maybe. Mm. Like, if you sort of think about how many times a day this would still be played on like am radio stations i think a lot of across the world you know and this probably goes for a lot of the songs we cover right it's sort of uh yeah it's pretty scary to think about where were we (laughs) sorry chart me up so that was chart me up that was chart me up Uh, went to number one also became the most successful duet of the rocket era surpassing everly brothers 1957 hit wake me up little Susie." oh wow uh, which spent four weeks at number one. Uh, both songs spent six months on the charts with Endless Love eclipsing Everly's hit by one week. Six months? Yes. Man. Uh, the year of release, the single was only outsold by Betty Davis' eyes. Actually, that would be a great one for the podcast. Yeah. I think... I think... You know, for years I thought that was Rod Stewart. Betty Davis' eyes yeah, was, Rod was Rod Stewart. Because <laughs> she sounds exactly like Rod Stewart, I reckon. Well... I think I think I got just the series for that, but we'll, we'll talk we'll about talk it. We'll talk about that off mic. The video. Ah, yes. Speaking of Lino and the and the Ross River the Fever, Ross River Fever, the dynamic between them. Well, I wanted to bring something up here. Okay, so the video we're going to talk about uh, is from the Grammys, or the, the Academy the Awards. Academy Awards. The, from... the, there are two major videos. Mm. There's one that has clips from the movie Endless Love in it. Brooke Shields, not Meryl Streep. Yeah. It's the uh, studio audio of the song, but it's intercut with with, footage of the video that we're going to talk about, which is Diana Ross and Lionel Richie performing the song at the 54th Academy Awards. Academy Awards from 1981? I think it was 81 or it might have been 82. 82, but, but anyway, so they took footage from that performance and footage from the movie Bung that together and then took the studio version put it over the top. We're not going to talk about that. We're talking about the live performance. We're talking about the right? live performance. Um, so just look. look. The, actually, if you haven't seen it, look it up. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. It's uh, a rather fetching number that you're wearing. Today. Oh, this old thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weirdest thing about Don't pretend latex. you just threw it together. No, no, I didn't. No, it's, the weirdest thing about latex, mm. though, is uh, here's a tip. Yeah. Get the one with the zipper so you can pee. Right. Yeah, trap for young players. I, I made that. Um, I have I the that. one with the hose that goes oh, into the gas mark. Into the gas yeah, mark. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, you're oh, back. Sorry, you're back. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, you should try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Piss in your own mouth. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, all right. You, you... <laughs> Look, they knew. Do you know what I mean? Like, they knew. <laughs> they knew everyone knew yeah like it's like you hit the butt of the horse and the horse just b- and <laughs> fell over the mountain you know what i mean <laughs> they knew man we they all knew. knew we all knew we all knew, we all knew. um <laughs> anyway okay so you watch it you know you, you watch know the what video. we're talking about okay, you know so, what we're talking about so i want to bring this up first gary okay? is it is it the sizzling chemistry that you're going to be talking about? i actually want to talk about sizzling <laughs> chemistry that's right so, for those who have been paying attention, we spoke recently about the 
sizzling chemistry between Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers mm. in the song Islands in the Stream and the, the performance video, we the live video, we uh, watched that and spoke about that yes. on our previous episode. Now, genuinely, there is a chemistry there that is just undeniable. I think this is the antithesis this, of the chemistry between Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Man, Ross River Fever looks like she would rather be anywhere else. Yeah, she does not have the fever. Like, it's just really awkward. Um, There's a lot of... She's just... I feel like she's just trying to outperform him. You know what I mean? And she wouldn't rehearse for this either, right? No, no. Apparently she wouldn't rehearse. I think... Uh, I might be I might be mistaken, but I think this was the last time they ever performed the song live as well. Lionel Richie has since asked her to come and perform with him and she said no for I think it was something like 28 years yeah you you watch sort of Lionel trying to interact Mm. and he's just getting nothing back you know what I mean no and he looks like he looks like a like an awkward young teenage boy on like a first date with a with a, a lady that's kind of been around the traps a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she knows it, that, you know, he's trying to make some moves and she's just not having any of it. Not having a bar of it. But no, even then, like, I just think he's just looking for anything. Looking for any kind of <laughs> connection, to make this connection to make the song because work. Because the song is about endless fucking love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fake it till you make it, yeah. you know. And it, but I do want to um, draw attention to that the linoleum lover and that afro, mm. that afro, that that Jerry Cole kind of yeah. Let your soul <laughs> How many coming to America references can we get in one? Uh, when did that come out? Was it in the eighties? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, someone let us know. Yeah, so. Compared to the the masterpiece that is Islands in the Stream, mm. yeah, there just didn't seem to be. And then there's right, a, there's a lot of lino hover hands happening. And actually, you know what? We'll talk about. We always speak about our money shots, mm. right? This version ruins my money shot. Oh, okay. Well, well, let's hold on to it for one second. Uh, let's edge this money shot for just a little longer. <laughs> Uh, I just want to quickly go over some other versions that were quite successful. Oh. Uh, Luther, Luther Vandross and Mariah Carey on Vandross's 1994 record Songs, which was an album of covers. <laughs> it was an album of songs. The songs. They were all covers, uh, one of which was Lionel Richie's Hello as well. But, uh, the, their, um, so Luther Vandross and Mariah Carey's uh, version Debuted on September 10 in 1994 at number 31, but it peaked at number two on the US uh, charts. Mm. Held back from the top position by Boyz II Men's uh, I'll Make Love To You. That is a great song. That uh, is a great song. We, we gotta do some Whoa, kinda... man, I didn't even think we could do like the boy band thing. Oh, oh some like New Jack Swing. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Stuff. Oh, as long as... Oh, as long as we get to do uh, Crossroads. Um, sure. By... Help me out here. Uh, Crossroads. Meet me at the crossroads. I'm gonna miss everybody. Oh, God, help me out. I'm gonna kick myself in my... 
find out who it is. No, no. Ah, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, that was killing me. I love that song. Uh, sure. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And that was an amazing MTV video performance, actually. That'd be a oh, great yeah. video to talk about. Oh, yeah. excellent. Cool. So Dedicated to Easy e so Pour one out. Stay tuned for that one. I feel like they're pouring one out for your homies while I 100% uh, respect the... The um, idea, sentiment. Yeah, the sentiment. I think that just doesn't fly in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you can't waste alcohol around here, right? Like, I think if anything, you, you wouldn't pour one out. You, you drink that portion. Yeah, you pour it out into your mouth. Yeah, in into your mouth in, in, in dedication to a, a fallen comrade. Totally, yes. Um, but that's for another episode. We, we've gotten way off track. We've gone way off track. <laughs> but that's okay. You know what? The pop, the pop ocean is both deep and wide. <laughs> so it is from all the poured out beer. No, I, got, I, got, I got nothing. No, uh, just where were we? What were we talking about? Oh, uh, other, other versions. Songs, yeah. So Lionel Richie did another version with Shania Twain in 2011. Really? I don't even remember that. It was released on Richie's 2012 album Tus- Tuskegee. Tuskegee. Skeet Skeet. Skeet Skeet. He's skeet, tried skeet, John Rap. Uh, the recording of the song. Was the focus of the final episode of Shania Twain's docudrama series? Why not? So you can uh, you can see it being recorded there. It's it's not a patch on the, ori- the, the original. The original and the best. And uh, finally, uh, our mate, uh, the Ken Lord, Kenny Rogers. Uh, the Ken the Ken dog Ken Lord Ken dogs Lord, uh, Lord Kenneth Long May He Reign. <laughs> He recorded a solo version of the song uh, for his 1996 album, uh, Vote for Love. It was pretty kind of... Vote, vote for Love. Mm. It was pretty restrained, kind of... I don't know. He sounds a bit tired. Political. Listen to that. I think the Ken Lord just needs to have a bit of a nap for, for that. Don't you love it when sort of older artists, mm. um, heritage acts, if you will... Sure. I will. Um, they go, nah... Um, I'm Kenny Rogers talking. <laughs> we actually we actually had a chance to interview Kenny, yeah. and they they sort of go, no, it's about time I, I got political. <laughs> so mm. what's this album called? Vote for love. Vote for love. You know, <laughs> it's like subtle as a sledgehammer. Who dear? Which is also another great song. Um, anyway, where were we? Sorry, do continue. Uh, that's it. No Let's... one cares about the other versions. Man. No, I know. No one cares about the other. No one versions. cares about the charts either. But we're yeah, still doing we still that. do it. Here we are. So let's do the money shots. This is what this is what people. This is what are fucking people. For. That's why we save it to last. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Just leave them wanting. Leave them wanting. Leave them wanting more. And then just fucking unleash the fury. <laughs> climax wholeheartedly <laughs> into the microphone. Jeremy, how how was your how was your money shot ruined? Between, between the the linoleum, the blood, the giant dick bludgeoning. <laughs> Um, no, I want to hear your f- yours first today. Ah, oh, shit. Well, I should have thought of one. Hey. Oh, okay, no, okay, all right. You haven't thought of one. Okay, I'll, because I had a thing to talk. So my favorite bit mm. is the very last um, chorus. It's the outro. And then it just sort of softens right at the end. Um, my love, my love, my endless love. Like, it's just really beautiful, pretty at the end. You go, oh, it's a cool response thing. It's nice. We'll, we'll, put, we'll put it in here yes. so you know what bit I'm talking about. Oh, nice. I'll do it from the studio version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really... Oh, do it side by side. Actually, oh, would be okay. good one. Because in the video, she's so busy trying to just out-sing him. 
And it's sort Goth of like staging. because he's singing lower, he's singing a support to her anyway. Yeah. Like she doesn't need to. Yeah. And she's just belting. She's belting. Hard. And the very end, it misses that really nice subtlety, that really nice cadence at the end that just puts a nice little full stop. She's she's like uh, Michael Hutchins. The belt was just too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness. Look, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. All right, I've remembered my money shot now. <laughs> if we the autoerotics move... <laughs> asphyxiation. If we go, can... Oh, I re- I re- yeah, tying a belt around my throat and batting off. I remember my money shot now. Wow. We are getting Look, a I'm dark... Trying to, I'm trying to move on from the joke here. into... No, no. You don't no, get let's to, let's sit man. on it for another five no, minutes. No, no. You know me. I will bludgeon a joke into the yeah, ground like uh, with o- this giant dick. You're OPP, right? Uh, you know me. Yeah. That's, there we go. There we go. <laughs> that was a good segue. So my money shot is, again, another specific one like I am want to do. A non-specific one, you say? No, I've a, a quite specific. Oh, okay. uh, when is it the pre-chorus or no? It might just be in the. Uh, I think it might just be in the verses. Uh, when Lionel says "and I," mm-hmm. and she does like a little descending thing with the "I." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's know. a nice little bit. That's it. It's a nice little bit. I'll play it here. And I, and I, A nice, quiet, kind of respectful little money shot. Yeah, it's yeah. not offensive. And then you know, a little clean it's up, not, and then it's not. Right. It's not degrading. It's not. None of it got any eyes. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's a good thing no one listens to us. Really. <laughs> uh, look, let, let's call it. Let's um. Yeah. Let's <laughs> time of death. <laughs> <laughs> 35 minutes in uh, so look that's been Endless Love it's been, it, they've been Lino and Ross River Yeah, I've been Gary I've been Jeremy see you next time if you don't <laughs> we switch hope. off permanently after the, the, these jokes we hope see you then bye <laughs>